Smart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered. With your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to Enlightenment of Change on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. So thanks for joining us this week. Now, week to week, as you tune in, I hope that, number one, you get a tip two, three, or different strategies from myself and, of course, from my guests that you can apply for me. I want you to apply immediately so you start to change your world, whatever that means to you. Growing your client base, scaling your business, making more sales, my favorite topic, um, or just plain changing your life so that you live with more ease and and grace and happiness. So I hope that you uh, shift every time you listen to the show. So of course, I have to start with my motivational quote by, and this week it's by Jay Samet. And he says, pivoting is not the end of the disruption process, but the beginning of the next leg of your journey journey. Now, lately, we've all been hearing the word pivoting and shifting. Do you even know what that means? Number one. And number two, maybe the bigger question we should be asking ourselves is if you do know how to pivot and grow and change your business or career, do you have all the tools to accomplish that? So these are really important questions to think about. And of course, today we're going to discuss that because the pandemic has hit every one of us around the world um, in every industry, and it's taken us by storm. So what do we do? You know, I have a guest expert today who we could talk about this. So today my guest is Joanne Wyland. And in 2017, Joanne created a portal to make expert connections that count, um, that count masterminds with, with other experts, create joint ventures, uh, bundle your products and services to expand your reach and reputation. And now you can find an expert, review their credentials and hire them within minutes. Um, a process that usually would take months. Joanne has created it to convert your ideas into realities and be the first to market using her platform. Um, it's designed for entrepreneurs, executives, event professionals, and media uh, and the media to collaborate with ease. Now, Joanne is committed to presenting everyone with the idea to choose to do what you love and love what you do to equal all of that, that little uh, sentence I just said to equal prosperity for every one of us. So please help me welcome my wonderful, wonderful friend, Joanne, to the show. So Joe, thanks for being on, taking the time. And this is such an important conversation and topic to discuss. I agree. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, my pleasure. So, you know, let's let's define, I think, right out of the gate, what is pivoting? Because we're, it's being used a lot. So let's talk about what is it really? Sure. The definition that I found in the Funk and Wagnall Dictionary, to be exact, okay, is a person or thing upon which an important matter hinges or turns. Mm-hmm. And which is such a good, I think that's a good definition because COVID, right, the pandemic, holy moly, I think everybody was was put in that position of what do we do now, right? What's that next step? So where is pivoting in your, with your um, LinkedIn expert, link to expert uh, platform, where are you seeing this pivoting taking place? Is it in specific segments? Is it kind of all over the place? Well, I, I feel like 
almost everywhere I go, people are talking about pivoting, that we need the, that there's a need to pivot. And I think to make it easier for all of us to understand right from the start of our conversation, I just thought I would mention, in my opinion, people don't might not realize it, but they, the person, is the important person in that you know definition. And your business or where you work is the important thing. And your thoughts are and beliefs are the important matter. And what people don't always realize, but their thoughts and beliefs and conversations with themselves and others is really the important matter. Because a lot of times mm -hmm. we don't even realize what we're thinking unless we start thinking about what we're thinking about. And in order to pivot, Connie, you have to realize only you can make that happen. And only whatever you're doing is the thing that you can make happen. But you, I kind of like think of it like as the end in mind, you know, like you have to know where you want to go. It's kind of like a GPS, you know, you program it sure. where you want to go. And then you just listen to it and it tells you to turn left here, turn right there to go straight, whatever. But I feel like our guidance system will do that as well. But again, if you don't have the destination in mind, you're not going to ever get to where you want to go because you never even knew where you wanted to go. And that's sure. why I feel like it's so important that, to realize the thoughts and our beliefs and our conversations with ourselves and each other really does make a difference because if you're not believing you can do it either – you you might even have the GPS, but you can you know once you get there you don't even know what to do or or you wouldn't get there to the right place because you weren't really paying attention and you took a wrong turn. So I really think it's really important to realize a lot of the pivoting that's going on, and I feel like a lot more could be pivoting, but that's another you know part of what we'll talk about it soon. But is that you have to really be determined that you want to pivot, want to change. So if you really want to use an easier word than pivot, to do something different. We all know the yeah. definition of insanity, do the same thing and expect different results. Absolutely. Well, if we really want to pivot, we have to do something different to change. So, and it's funny because as you were saying that, you know, I, I've, I've spoken to so many people as you were constantly talking and networking. Now it's just digital networking, but it's still networking, right? Where we're collaborating and talking to people and people are saying, well, when things go back and I, I kind of pause and I go, think about that statement because things are never ever going back to pre-COVID. COVID's here. Just like the flu is here, COVID's here. Whatever that means in the future, none of us have a crystal ball. But to think that you're going to go back to what was, that's kind of, to me, that's dangerous thinking because it could, it could never be. It's changed globally, and that change isn't going to change back. If anything, we have to now pivot and navigate what that movement is forward. And that's why your GPS analogy, I love it because we have to kind of see, even if we're not 100% sure, Joe, of I know this is the destination. I don't know that with COVID, any of us truly know what that final destination is. But if you're sitting in, in limbo where you're waiting, I think that's more dangerous than moving forward. Even if you make the wrong step forward, at least you're fluid and in movement that change will happen more um, or easily and more quickly than sitting and waiting to react. I think the more proactive we could be, even if it's the wrong step, is better than doing nothing, right? And I'm sure you're seeing the same thing. 
Oh, I think that overall with life, I feel like if you're not moving forward, you're actually moving backwards. Yeah, Because there's so many other people moving forward in front of you. Yeah. And the only way to get wherever you want to go, many times you do have to take the wrong step like you just talked about. And people think that's failure. It's not. It's failing forward. A lot of times, look at Thomas Edison. He had to, you know tried over a thousand times to invent the light bulb and everybody kept saying to him aren't you you know going to give up you're crazy what's going on he says no i know like whatever it was at that time 895 ways that it doesn't work so i'm so much closer to knowing what will work and a lot of times we really just have to keep trying so it's really not failing it's learning is part of the process i feel like people don't realize but Sometimes we have to kind of go through those situations. Some people even call it suffering, but to really get what I would call victory of whatever they where they wanted to get to, because it's never been promised that it's going to, you know, disappear. Like you just, I have some friends that, you know, they believe in the secret and I do too, but there's more to it. You have to take action. That's right. You can't just think I'm, you know, going to be a millionaire or whatever. And, you know, poof, it's like, all of a sudden you go to your bank account and it says you have a million dollars. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you know, I just published my book, right. And, um, it, Newton international bestseller. I know I keep saying that out loud because I have to pinch, I know, but I have to pinch myself, Joe, I can't believe it. But anyway, with the book, I'm creating now a masterclass and it's, it's all about my seven steps, right. Of, of, in my sales process, really communication process that I've used for the past 38 years. But as you were speaking, step seven in my process is follow up. And here, Here's just some fun statistics, but it's exactly what we're talking about. So most people, right, they have a new client or a prospect and we follow up so many times because, oh, we might be viewed as a pain in the neck or a pest. So what they do is they follow up maybe three times and they stop. Well, it, it works out to be between one and four touches where you reach out or follow up with that prospect client, whatever it is, you're only going to make a sale 5% of the time. The fifth to 12th time that you touch that client, right? That movement forward of following up, and I call it CPR follow-up, consistent, persistent, respectful. That's the big word. Draw the line so you're not a pain in the neck. So CPR follow-up, when you do that, that fifth to 12th times, 80% of sales happen. So it's exactly, it's the same exact concept, right? This is life. So for me, if you're not following up on different things you're creating, that didn't work, let me do that, let me try this. It's that fifth to 12th times where the magic happens for us, but we all stop at the third time, say, oh, it doesn't work, that's stupid, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something else now. Instead of you had a good idea, you have that good client, dig in just a little bit, and that fifth to 12th time, or that fifth to 12th attempt, or Edison, the the thousand tempt, it works, but we stop ourselves because, and it goes back to what you were saying initially, our own thoughts. I call it the negative record player where we, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, this isn't going to happen to me. Oh, it happened to Joanne, but it'll never happen to Connie. Oh, forget about it. Connie's a bestseller. Oh, I could never do. Why? Why? Why can't you? So we have our own negative. and, And by the way, I know you have it. I have it like people look at think you have negative thoughts. Hello, I'm human. I am not a robot here. We all have negative thoughts. You just have to practice pushing them away. And that's what you were kind of saying before where don't stop 
even if you fail, you're failing forward, there's movement. That fifth to 12 times in sales, that's where the magic happens. But we give up before, we don't allow the magic to come because we, we, we shortchange ourselves, right? When, with your, with the people you work with, when is a good time, um, to pivot? Like, is there, for people listening, sometimes when you, we give tangible examples, they're like, oh, maybe I should be pivoting now. Well, that's a good question. I really like that because I would love you to ex- explain what how you pivoted too. But let, let me just say this first is that I feel like most of us, just like you were just describing, have already in their head if, whether they want to bring it forth or let it out or whatever you want to call it. But they, we usually all have some kind of desire that is yes. – in us and many times for years some some of us from childhood that we always knew that was kind of what we were here for uh, but that most of us just like you said a minute ago too that we're scared to, to do that like oh Connie could do the bestseller but Joe couldn't do that well it's so maybe take some alone time I really find in nature helps me but that's just me but at least alone time to ask yourself those questions what have I always been wanting to do? Because a lot of times you'll find that there was something, and even if there isn't that you can remember, even asking yourself, something will come to mind, and you'll know. Many times, in my opinion, it's something that, you know, like I said, did you already knew? Or maybe that you did start, like you just said, and only tried it for the first three times, and it didn't work. And maybe that's what you pick up again and try again. Or maybe it's even adding something on. One of my big beliefs is to have multiple streams of income. I feel like the really successful people in life have multiple streams of income. So maybe it's even looking at what you're already currently doing and what else could I do with that? I mean, on Link to Expert, what our platform, you can actually have 181 different ways you can make money using Link to Expert. As long as you're the expert, let me clarify that. I mean, you still have to have your expertise and do what you just did, have a book, because that's the foundation of the 181 ways, because of the fact that you took all that time, as you know, time and energy and focus to create that book. So that's how you can create all these other multiple streams of income. I don't expect anyone to ever come up with 181 sources of income, but different people, different things will be more interesting to them to work on. And that is another way they can pivot because of the fact that it's already in their mind. They're usually embodying it like you. I mean, every time I talk to you, I get so inspired because, I mean, you're t- – no, but you give us these tips about sales and all that stuff because that's Connie. That's your thing. That's your passion. Your enthusiasm just shows through. And so when we, again, are focused on what we really love, we can create these things. We can create uh, – you know, like mine was Connections. For example, I always was a connector. You and I talked about it already in the past that we, we, you know, I I remember taking those tests when I was in my 40s. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I kept saying, you're a connector, you're a connector, you're a connector. And you're like, big deal. Everybody is. Because the other thing, this is really important. A lot of times what we are really good at, we know it comes easy to us. So we just think everybody can do it. You know, and so we don't realize the value of it, like me being a connector. And that's how I springboarded into creating this collaborative cloud community where we connect hundreds of thousands of people. But but if I wouldn't have 
taking it more serious and just think like I did at first, big deal. You know, it's really important. So I think with that, if you should explain also how you pivoted recently, I think that will give another real life example, which people need to hear. And, And you're so right. It's so funny because, yeah, I'm a connector, big deal. But you took that and you created this humongous platform where... People literally, it's a resource. You go in the cloud and now you're connected to all of these different resources, depending on what your needs are with your business. Or if you're trying to create a product, maybe you and I can partner our products together to make it an even better offer to the end user, right? It's always about for me. Well, let me back up for me. It's, it's, it's never about the money, but let me, let me pause for that for, for a second because people think in your sales and it's not about money. Yeah. I mean that seriously. For me, um, when I sell, and you said, what What did you want to, let me take another step back, when you said, what did you want to be when you were little? I always wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't want to teach in a teaching like school, like first grade, second grade. That never enticed me. I knew I wanted to be in business, right? So I went for an undergraduate degree in business. My MBA is in finance. I knew I wanted business, but it was always from this place of how can I help who's ever in front of me? And I always perceived that as, oh, I need to teach them. If they understand this, then they could do this and this and this and this. And that's how I help. So I always come from a place of education, of teaching, of love, right? Where how can I help you connect or whatever it is? But that's where I come from. So yeah, guys, we all work for money because I have bills too, right? I have kids in college. I have a mortgage, right? We, we all have the same stuff, but I don't, the money doesn't get me up out of bed. The people I help is what gets me up out of bed. And there's a distinction there. So I don't look when I talk to, let's say I'm talking to Joanne and she's my client. I don't look at her and go, how much can I make from this? I'm looking about, holy crap, look at what we can create together. Oh my God, we can do this. And right, I'll go off into this expanse of what we can do and create to help even more people because it's always coming from a place of service. And the funny thing is, the money has always come for me. I don't think about it and I've never had to think about it because it comes because I'm coming from a place of love. And I, I think there's an important distinction. Now, let me jump forward, the pivoting. And I, I don't mean to take so much time, but no, I think no, it's I, important. It, that was brilliant. Last year, um, t- I turned 58 last year. So um, last summer, my husband and I you know, were down the shore and taking vacation. And I was tired. And I said, wow, I'm really, I'm getting older. Training live, everything I've done up to that point was live. And I said, you know, training three to four days a week, it's it's getting to me emotionally, mentally, physically. And that's not fair to my clients. So it always goes back to my clients. It wasn't about me. It was about my clients. And I said, I, I need to pivot. And I used that word, which which is so interesting. It was way before COVID, guys. And I said, I have all of this content, 20 years in business. Holy crap. I'm working on my book that started last year. And I said, but from the book, I think I could create a masterclass that's digital. And it's a cheaper way to get into my knowledge, into my content than hiring me live. So it wins. I could do digital. It's not such a grind. And I could get to more people in a cheaper manner to help even more people than I, and I, I'm talking out loud. I'm getting all excited with my husband. And, and you know what he said to me, Joe? He goes, I love when you do that. I said, what, like, what did I do? Cause he's my sounding board, you know? And he tells me, you're out of your mind, right? Like he's the one who calls me out on my SHIT, right? So he said to me, I love when you do that. And I said, what, what did I do? And he said, you get so excited because you know, you can help even more people now. And 
it's a win-win. It's less grind on you emotionally, mentally, and physically, but you can help more people. And you got excited and he goes, I wish I could live your life. And it was, it was kind of sad when he said that, but it was, I said to him, like, really? And he said, you get so excited that you're able to create. But that was the pivot. It didn't happen because of COVID. My thought was last year. I didn't get to execute until COVID because now all of a sudden my client said, we don't need you <laughs> because of COVID. And I was in my office 12 hour a day creating what I had envisioned last year. So sometimes it's not do it, do it now. Sometimes it's percolate. Think about what can I do and the timing unfortunately it was COVID so please I, I am not taking it not seriously because I know that people have died and it's horrifying but I took the opportunity to make my pivot happen so I, I, I hope that story helps but it's not about oh I need to change now no it's about exactly what you said Joe get in your own head what do you need and how can you serve and I think when you come from that frame of thinking the ideas come to you I don't I don't know. What do you what do you think? Was that kind of like what you were trying to explain to? No, that's why it was a perfect example, because it really is. Because a lot of times we really do have it there. And then that self-doubt comes in. Totally. Weirds this ugly head and says, you know, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? And you just got to keep, you know, going and keep, you know, like sometimes I just (laughs) pretend it's like a thought that can flow in and out of my mind and let it go rather than you know when I fight it I feel like when I resist it it fights back so sometimes just letting it go yeah and 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 go back to like you said and keep asking the question like you did and you knew what I mean and it was really cool that Rob your husband actually you know saw your enthusiasm because that's the other part that people don't often tell me they have no idea what is their passion and just like Rob just said to you, or you said that Rob said to you, you know what I mean? That enthusiasm, that energy, what what makes you shine? What makes you light up? What makes you excited about life? And, you know, mm-hmm. like you can also, if you don't even know that, because sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it, what can you do for hours on end and never even feel like you're working? Absolutely. And that you just get lost in it. Then all of a sudden you look up and it's midnight and you're like, what? You know? Because you've been working on it since two in the afternoon. But, you know, so whatever it is, just start asking yourself, start thinking, what is it that really makes me, you know, keep even doing what I'm doing? What's the next step? What, what, what could I, like you, how you created what you already had into something digital? I mean, and that's Sorry. really, really, really key right now because the 181 ways we have actually are mainly you know, electronic, digital, whatever, because of the fact that I grew up in the high tech industry. So I just always, always, always knew that we needed to do things online. I mean, I traveled over a million miles. I knew how to work from anywhere, from any hotel, any airport. And I I feel like God gave me so many previews. Um, I started doing global alliances when I was 19. I sold helicopters all over the world. So I've been global also since, you know, forever. So all these little things that you, you learn, I feel like they're also nuggets that were given to you that, again, you might not realize how 
valuable that you are because you feel like because you did it, everybody did it. But maybe even sit and write a, uh, like a silly bio. Um, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and she was writing a silly bio on purpose for this radio interview she was going on. But she was saying things like, um, because she helps people write books. And so, like she said, she stole her first book when she was three years old and denied it to her parents. But she had such a love for books already then. That's just an example. Like, just think back of your life. Like, what did you do, you know, uh, that really, you know, floated your boat or whatever you want to call it. So I really feel like that, Connie, like you did. You went back and you saw you wanted to be a teacher, but not a traditional teacher, you know. And that's huge. And it's funny because you're you're absolutely right. And you know, if it, here's the thing, guys listening, if you think, yeah, that sounds great, I got nothing, right? I got, I don't know what they're talking about. I I'm not I'm not good at anything. First of all, I'm telling you, you are. Everybody was put on this earth with a superpower. You just have to tap into and, and identify what that is. So if you, because by the way, we're really good at putting ourselves down quickly. And we're afraid to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm good at X, Y, and Z, whatever it is for you. Go to a friend or someone that you trust that is one that bolsters you up, right? And and just say to them, all right, I'm trying to figure out. I listened to this Connie show, and they were talking about superpowers, and what am I stupid superpowers? Like, I don't, just go to a trusted friend that you know understands the essence of who you are and ask them that question. And I guarantee they will have a list of all of the amazing, wonderful things that you bring to the table, whatever that is for you. Then take that and percolate on it. My kids tease me with the word percolate. Um, but that that's an old way of that the coffee maker used to make before Keurig. It percolated. Okay. So percolate on whatever that list is and think, how can I take that passion that gift, right, that I'm given, and how can I help others? And as soon as you take your gifts and how you can help others, I think that's really where the magic comes. Forget about the money. Don't think, can I make money on this? Think about, these are my gifts. These are my superpowers. How could that help others that don't have, by the way, these superpowers? And you'll be surprised. You might be able to create a business out of that, or maybe that's the career you should be in. If you if you want to work for a company that's more comfortable, cool. They're not wrong with that no. but maybe maybe you're maybe you could find a job or a career that's really going to excite you and that you can become a huge executive in maybe because it's such a natural gift for you so I don't know do you have any other because my listeners you know as they're thinking about pivoting um, to me that's one way when you don't know you can't identify for self ask someone any other um, recommendations for my listeners on how they might be able to pivot to well I think that we covered a lot of how to know what to, you know, how to get there. But I feel like there's also a whole, another whole seg segment of the people that already do know what their yeah. superpower is and they do know um, what they love and they're doing what they love, but how can they now take it to the next level, Connie? Yep. And expand it is what I think we should talk about next. Agree. And I really think that, you know, like the, I was talked about the 181 ways, ask themselves, you know, like what do I already have, like you did with the training. Okay, what, and then you created the book too. That's another source of income. Now you have the online training, the virtual training, you know, and you can just, we could go on and on, but meaning they could look at what they're already doing and they could now either enhance it, make it better, or 
bring another element of yeah. it because I really feel like people don't realize how many different ways they can make money using their expertise. We call it their expertise just because we promote experts, but like you called it the superpower. Um, we all have it. And so like I love what you said about the, the friend, and I really, really, really think the next step for the people that already do know, the key is very similar to asking the friend, but finding somebody you re respect, like I do you, and mastermind with them. Absolutely. Talk with them, like you did with Rob, your husband. You know, sometimes even just having that other person there, the ma the power, the mastermind to bring your ideas forward. Absolutely. And not be afraid to say it out loud to somebody. And you can have one person, a group of people. And if you don't even have anybody, you can do it in nature again, like I do sometimes with God. You can do it either way. But I can just tell you, when I created Link to Expert, I had seven other mastermind partners that we brought this to life because of the fact that if I wouldn't have had them, number one, to do what we're talking about, brainstorming, thinking, how can I do this? How can I bring this in? What could I do with that? And kind of like putting it together. But then I also had some of the, it was actually seven, in this case, eight women. Not that it has to be the same sex because I've been on many mastermind groups Me too. too. I'll into those ones. Yep. But, and that's valuable too. Agree. But the real part of it is that I want to get to is that the accountability. Because when we are entrepreneurs, when we are experts in our own field and we're like, you know, solo entrepreneurs or whatever, many times it's really easy to procrastinate. Mm -hmm. And procrastination kills more ideas than anything else. Mm -hmm. Because you think you'll do it one day. And how many times have you heard people say, oh, my God, I thought of that when they see something in the store or whatever. But they didn't yep. execute. They didn't do it. They didn't bring it to market. So. The reason I say the accountability is so important because that way we would have every week a partner that we would actually tell what we were going to do within that week and they would call us that next week and they would keep us accountable. Well, if you didn't do it, why not? When, can you finish it by the end of the day? And we were hard on each other, but you have to be because otherwise you're not going to finish. Uh, and it really, like we said, you have to have the end in mind, but then you have to have a blueprint. I, I always um, call it mind mapping. So yeah. I did tons and tons of mind mapping. And if nobody knows what, if people don't know what that is, I, I would personally take big sheets of paper, poster boards or whatever, and you just draw it out. And you, you know, like kind of get it out of your head and onto paper. It doesn't have to be big sheets of paper. Somebody recently told me that they use sticky pads. Yep. And, because then they can move it around too, which is brilliant because many times I had to crumble my paper to start over Absolutely. or whatever. So the sticky pads is also good too because once you know where you want to go, you have to kind of figure out the steps how to get there. And who do I need to help me exactly finish right. this step? That's right. And so this is a process and I don't mean to make people really even more scared because I really think that's the number one reason people don't pivot is fear. Yep. But but just recognize we all have it and recognize that, you know, we're the ones that are going to get through this because we're the only one that can make ourselves get through it. I mean, nobody can help you, even though all these accountability partners and masterminding groups and everything helps, but you're still the one that has to be the accountable 
to make it happen. Yeah. And deadlines, you know, where you're accountable to others, there's deadlines. I need you to do this, but I need to do that before you could do this. You, you need that, that kind of synchronicity um, within whatever the project is. I just want to comment on that. So when I made the decision to pivot, like you, you're really good at the technology and that global kind of perspective. I'm not. My background is talking, not writing, not digitally. I go out and I talk, right? That's what I'm good at. It's comfortable. That's my superpower. I, I have the gift of gab, right? So, which, which is great. That's a great thing. I know my limitations and I'm honest with myself. So I had to interview and start asking around. Who do you use for social media? Who did your website? Who did, who did, who did? And I started getting referrals. And then I interviewed people that would resonate and be able to find my voice. Because it has to be my website. Because I I am me. And I, I don't want anyone to put something out there that doesn't resonate with my values, right? And like my follow-up process, CPR. Consistent, persistent, respectful. That word respectful is very important to me. If you overstep that line and become disrespectful with a client, then you have not been trained by me. I could tell you that. So again, what are my values? So I needed someone to extend my voice and be able to pull that together with something I knew. Could I learn to do it? Sure. Did I want to do it? No. Pins in my eyes. So I knew I had to hire a team, right? I know you're laughing, but the thought of, of learning WordPress, like that was painful to me. So what would have happened? I would have procrastinated my website still wouldn't have been done. Instead, I interviewed, I collaborated, which is what you're talking about, right? That collaboration, that brainstorming. And I have an amazing team. And I introduced you, see, we're talking about connectors, to Kathy, who was my publisher, who Julie Hood, another person I knew, introduced me to Kathy, who introduced me to Rebecca Hall, who's the one that got me to number one best-selling author. I didn't find that. They found me because I was moving forward. That movement, the opportunities, or let me rephrase that, the right opportunities will certainly find you. And that's really what you're talking about from the accountability standpoint. But as soon as your team is together, yes, they gave me deadlines. Yes, I had to meet those deadlines. Yes, sometimes it was very fatiguing because, you know, you have to create all of this stuff. But if I didn't have them with those deadlines, my book wouldn't have been to market. My mastermind, my masterclass wouldn't have been to market. It it, it all goes together, Joe, right? That's what we're talking about. And it's so true. And I'll just clarify the technology part. Yes. Even though I grew up in technology and sold technology, I'm like you. I could talk and tell you how it's supposed to work, but I couldn't make it work. Oh. So when I used to take all those classes when I was, um, you know, those four-day intensives and intensives and everything, when I was wanting to become my own boss, whatever, would you, business owner, yeah, he said, they always said three things, you had to build a list, you had to know all these people, you had to have the technology that you just described, and you had to create a product or service to sell, sure, so I said to myself, okay, well, this is good, I, I was a, well, because I was a connector, okay, so I had all those, well, I also have mentors, and one of my mentors back then said something that really irritated me, I'm not going to kid you, Um, Because I was so proud that I knew all these people. And he says, Joe, it does not matter how many people you know. It matters who knows you and what you can do for them. It's true. I I really wanted to shake him, scream, whatever. (laughs) Because I was so proud that I knew all these people. 
But he's right. It doesn't matter how many people I know. It matters how many people know me and what I can do for them. Absolutely. So then the other part was technology. Okay. Well, I knew from growing up in technology that, again, I could talk it, but I couldn't make it work. So I knew I needed a team for that. But the other part of it, I knew all these experts that I want to connect with executives and entrepreneurs. They didn't know technology either. And they really didn't know that many people, most of them. And then the third part of it that they did have to create, like what we're talking about in this last half hour or so, is their own product or service. So I kept thinking, well, how could I help all these people? And so with the connections, I came up with a unique database exchange program. So everybody gets connected to everybody's people. So whether you have 500 people in your database or like me, I have 10,000 in my database, you get in front of my 10,000, I get in front of your 500, okay? And times this by hundreds and hundreds because we all are now in linked expert web portal together. And then the technology part, just like you said, you have to either learn WordPress and I got meant I took a three month course think I could, you know, create my own platform. Well, it looked like a second grader made it. So who the heck would want to look at that? So I actually, of course, hired a team and and they created this. It's an e-commerce versus just a website. Sure. But the point is, everybody has a website within it. And instead of taking months, because how long did it take you to create yours? Uh, yeah, months by the time we put the, you know, the branding and the blogs and the Facebook and the link. I mean, it's, it's, it's a move. There's a lot of moving parts. So months. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you want to share and you don't have to, but how much did you spend on it? <sighs> it was several thousand dollars. Yeah. It wasn't cheap. The last time I checked on somebody doing one that has everything that ours has, which is includes a store. And like you said, the blogs and, and everything's measured. So, you know, how many people watched it, how many people listened, how many people read it, all that stuff. And 36 different pages. Um, the point is, you know, people can move into ours. Literally, some people move in for two to four hours. That's awesome. It's, it's all template based and it's all, awesome. it would be Connie Joanne Weiland.linktexpert.com. You have your own URL, awesome. you have your own website, but you're also within this community that we're sharing all this information. So every time you do have a blog, it actually goes out to tens, even hundreds of thousands of people. That's awesome. Which most people couldn't do that by spending five minutes to by just That's uploading right. it. That's right. And then the third part is what we're talking about with the pivoting. They still have to create their own unique superpower, their own product or service, or you know, to be able to utilize linked expert to, to for them to make money with it and it's again like you said not all about money but of course we have to pay our mortgage and everything like you said our rent whatever absolutely absolutely and so is that but then the other cool part is just like you just described how you guys all work together to create your book we have all these people there too ghostwriters publishers um, videographers recording studios whatever you need as well so as awesome. all these different organizations that have sometimes tens of thousands of members themselves that they get our newsletter that goes out twice a month. I mean, so we're just always looking for ways to let us do a lot of the stuff so you can focus on what you do best. Yeah. Because I'm a big believer in that because that's the only way you can stay focused too, Connie. Because if you're trying to do all this and 
it, you really do. Most people get exhausting. It's true. So it's leveraging. It's all about leveraging our time and money and that and linked expert linked to expert is exactly that. So we're out of time. But guys, if you've been intrigued and you have a superpower that you're thinking, wait a minute, I think I could do something with this superpower. Check out um, the website for uh, Joanne. It's it's link L I N K to T O expert E X P E R T. So L I N K T O E X P E R T dot com. If you want to reach out to Joanne directly with an email, go to info at link to expert dot com. Don't worry. I promise I will post that on the web talk radio on the show notes at the bottom. You could find, and I'll backlink everything. So they find you easy peasy, Joanne. Um, yeah. I mean, thank God for this technology now that we can find each other after listening and th- people, I hope, I hope your, your synapses are finally going. Holy moly. I have superpowers. Holy moly. I could create this. Holy moly. People need this from me and I can help them with that. Um, so hopefully that is all coming uh, forward in your brain right now as we're uh, finishing the show. Joe, thank you uh, again so much. And guys, it's link to expert.com. Um, also, um, in my show notes, you guys, um, the book, my book, my number one best-selling book, by the way. <laughs> I know. I, I'm totally joking around No, now. but it's so cool. Uh, it, it is. It is. I'm, I'm just totally messing around now. But uh, go to, in the show notes, I have the link there for my ESP, because we do have to have ESP with our clients, Easy Sales Process, Seven Steps to Sales Success. Also in the show notes, I have my ESP, Easy Sales Process Masterclass. If you guys are needing help, your sales teams are needing help, your company is needing help scaling and, and, and you don't know where you're missing it, I guarantee it's within one of my seven steps and it's an affordable way for you guys to teach your teams. That also is on the website. It's WhitmanAssos.com slash ESP Masterclass. I will post that. Last, I have a free communication style assessment. It's WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA for communication style assessment. You need to know how you communicate because that's how people are responding to you, how they are perceiving you in the world. So go and find that um, also on Web Talk Radio. Um, last, for anybody listening on podcast, um, if you go to Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to give me a review. I hope shining five stars would be lovely, um, but I really do hope that you're finding value in these shows. So if you could go to the podcast, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts and put a review, so, so appreciated. Um, and last, if you're a YouTube viewer, I know my YouTubers are a little bit different. Um, you can see at the bottom, um, please put a comment and what you've learned, what you've applied. I'd love to hear that. Or if there's topics that I can have guests come on that we could kind of dive into for you. I'm always open to those suggestions as well. The show is for you. It's not for me. It is for me and my guests because it's fun. But really what when we come on, we really want to help you create whatever that is for you. And for me, it's some kind of change in your life. So um, YouTubers make comments. Let me know what you're looking for. And you know I will find it for you. Um, Joanne, thank you so much again for being on and, and sharing um, Link to Experts and everything that you've built. Uh, just a, an enormous, wonderful resource that people can actually step into their greatness in a much easier way than they probably thought prior to listening to the show. So thank you so much for coming on. And one more thing that we actually have over 82,000 free blogs, articles, videos, podcasts awesome. on Link to Experts. So 
I also, like you, want to help people learn. Yeah. And so use Link to Expert 2 to find all these free resources. And then, of course, you can hire people like Connie on it because of the fact that, you know, a lot of times we need to learn about that first, but then we actually need somebody, again, yeah. not just to keep us accountable, but maybe even to do those, a lot of yeah. the steps for you. Sure. Believe me. Nobody does everything. Why do you think when they build a house, they have the plumber, the con, you know, all the different contractors? They, they know that they all focus on what they do best and let everybody else do the rest. So it's true. That's funny. It, yeah, it's so much fun, Joe. Thank you, thank you. And I, I just your examples and your platform is just amazing. Um, so thank you for sharing that with my listeners because I, I really do think. Everybody has superpowers, and I, I, I guess I feel part of my job and my responsibility, maybe. Maybe I'm taking on too much responsibility, but I, I want everyone to step into whatever their superpower is. And if you and I and my other guests can help my listeners do that, yay, man, let's go for it. Because uh, the world is a beautiful place. Let's share all of the beautiful things that we bring to the table. You know, for me, that's really what the show is about. So thank you so much for being on. Uh, really a fun episode as well. Thank you. Uh, a pleasure. Back at you. And you guys, I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together, you know, how to grow and challenge yourself so that you can embrace change and realize that maybe it's easier um, than you think. Um, so keep tuning in. I love your feedback. I'm here. I'm listening. And I'm really, I really am here for you. Um, you've been listening to Enlightenment of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Um, thank you all. Have a wonderful week where you really open your minds to what's possible and what's already out there um, that can help you step into your greatness. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you next week. Thanks, Joe. You've been listening to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.